a warning to the world. I'm Amy Goodman, host of Democracy Now! with my weekly Breaking the Sound Barrier podcast. A reporter describing the devastation of one city in Japan wrote, It looks as if a monster steamroller had passed over it and squashed it out of existence. I write these facts as a warning to the world. The reporter was Wilfred Burchett, writing from Hiroshima, Japan, on September 5, 1945. Burchett was the first Western reporter to make it to Hiroshima after the atomic bomb was dropped there. He reported on the strange illness that continued to kill people, even a full month after that first dreadful use of nuclear weapons against humans. His words could well describe the scenes of annihilation in northeastern Japan today. Given the worsening catastrophe at the Fukushima nuclear power plant, his grave warning to the world remains all too relevant. The disaster deepens at the Fukushima complex in the aftermath of the largest recorded earthquake in Japanese history and the tsunami that followed, killing thousands. Explosions in Fukushima reactors number one and three released radiation that was measured by a U.S. Navy vessel as far away as 100 miles, prompting the ship to move farther out to sea. A third explosion happened at reactor number two, leading many to speculate that the vital containment vessel holding uranium undergoing fission may have been breached. Then reactor number four caught fire, even though it wasn't running when the earthquake hit. Each reactor also has spent nuclear fuel stored with it, and that fuel can cause massive fires, releasing more radiation into the air. The cooling systems and their backups all have failed, and a small crew of courageous workers remains on site, despite the life-threatening radiation trying to pump seawater into the damaged structures to cool the radioactive fuel. President Barack Obama had hoped to usher in a nuclear renaissance and proposed $36 billion in new federal taxpayer-subsidized loan guarantees to entice energy corporations to build new plants, adding to the $18.5 billion already approved during the George W. Bush administration. The first energy corporation in line to receive the public largesse was Southern Company, for two reactors slated for Georgia. The last time new construction on a nuclear power plant in the U.S. was ordered and ultimately built was back in 1973, when Obama was a seventh grader at the Punahou School in Honolulu. The Three Mile Island disaster in 1979 and the Chernobyl disaster in 1986 effectively shut down new commercial nuclear projects in the U.S. Nevertheless, this country remains the largest producer of commercial nuclear power in the world. The 104 licensed commercial nuclear plants are old, close to the end of their originally projected lifespans. Plant owners are petitioning the federal government to extend their operating licenses. These licenses are controlled by the Nuclear Regulatory Commission, the NRC. On March 10th, the NRC issued a press release, quote, regarding renewal of the operating license for the Vermont Yankee Nuclear Power Station near Brattleboro, Vermont, for an additional 20 years. The NRC staff expects to issue the renewed license soon, the press release said. Harvey Wasserman is with nukefree.org. The first reactor at Fukushima is identical to the Vermont Yankee plant, and which is now uh, up for relicensing, in which the people of Vermont are trying to shut. And we should also note that th- this kind of accident, this kind of disaster, could have occurred in, at four reactors in California had the uh, uh, 9.0 Richter scale earthquake hit close to Diablo Canyon at San Luis Obispo or San Onofre uh, between LA and San Diego. We could very well now be watching Los Angeles or San Diego being a 
evacuated had this kind of thing happened uh, in California. And of course, the issue is the same in Vermont. There are 23 reactors in the United States that are identical or close to identical to the first uh, Fukushima reactor. A majority of Vermonters, including the state's governor, Peter Shumlin, support shutting down the Vermont Yankee reactor designed and built by General Electric. The Japanese nuclear crisis has sparked global repercussions. Protests erupted across Europe. Eva Jolie, a French member of the European Parliament, said at one protest, The idea that it is dangerous, but, then, but that we can cope with it, that is finished today. And we know how to get out of the nuclear uh, plants. We need renewable energy. We need windmills. We need geothermy. And we need uh, solar energy. Switzerland has halted plans to relicense its reactors, and 10,000 protesters in Stuttgart, Germany, prompted German Chancellor Angela Merkel to order an immediate shutdown of Germany's seven pre-1980 nuclear plants. In the U.S., Congressman Ed Markey, a Democrat of Massachusetts, said, What is happening in Japan right now shows that a severe accident at a nuclear power plant can happen here. The nuclear age dawned not far from Fukushima, when the United States became the sole nation in human history to drop nuclear bombs on another country, destroying Hiroshima and Nagasaki and killing hundreds of thousands of civilians. Journalist Wilfred Burchett described for the first time the atomic plague, as he described it, writing, In these hospitals I found people who, when the bombs fell, suffered absolutely no injuries, but now are dying from the uncanny after-effects. For no apparent reason their health began to fail, he wrote. More than 65 years after he sat in the rubble with his battered Hermes typewriter and typed his warning to the world, what have we learned? I'm Amy Goodman with Dennis Moynihan.